Welcome back to Marvel Maniac, an MCU after show. This is Eric Cicada, your host, a.k.a. Mr. Honest. Now, there are some episodes of television that go down in history as monumental. Um, in my opinion, this is one of them. Uh, Loki, Loki, I'm laughing because it's taken me so long to get to this uh, recording process. Um, I had technical difficulties and it was the simplest problem. And I like, was so ready to come in here with so much energy. And um, like 30 minutes later, uh, <laughs> I had like that kind of first line prepared. And it's silly. Um, like my I, This episode was so good. Um, but it's hilarious that I was like ready to jump into this. Here we go. Loki, episode five, Journey into the Mystery, was one of the greatest episodes of not only superhero television, not, let me go back, Loki, episode five, Journey into the Mystery, was one of the greatest stories on cinema I've come to enjoy. Um, I, I love the I love the name because we didn't know we were going into it all. Similar to um, the finale, going into this finale, uh, what a ride! What a ride this show has been. What a ride this show is on uh, continuing to be. And uh, I'm really uh, continuing to enjoy it with you, Marvel Maniacs. It is a pleasure to have you here again today. I hope you've had a great week. Um, it is a special week. Why? Because Black Widow comes out literally this week, and we are doing two episodes. I'm going to be seeing Black Widow. Um, I am in Illinois, so I'm Central Time Zone. I'm going to be seeing it 9 p.m. Thursday, so technically the day before it goes, like technically a midnight release. I'm going to be doing my best to do um, my episode at a, at a leisurely pace. I want to I wanna get my thoughts out um, the right way. I'm going to do what I can to get the Disney Plus version of it uh, to watch again. But, you know, if I got if I have a genuine take on it uh, that night after seeing the movie, I might just come and lay some thoughts down and then do my best to go see it again. Maybe, uh, you know, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go see the movie. And uh, that's what that's what I started this podcast for I'm a fan of the movies uh, I figured instead of going I, I did say I was going to get it on Disney Plus break it down that way but I love going to see these move the Marvel movies in the theaters and this is the first movie uh, of Marvel to come back in two years since Spider-Man Far From Home and it is honestly going to be amazing to go back into the theater to see a Marvel movie and sit in the chair and watch Black Widow kick some ass. Come on, you know? I, I have to go. I have to go. And uh, if, if that doesn't mean I'm going to be able to sit at the computer and take notes the same way, I'm going to come back to the computer and just rave about it. I know I am. I'm going to come back here and just rave about it. Um, unless it sucks. <laughs> Which, I, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. We will see. Marvel's been doing a pretty great job so far. So, let's get into Loki, episode 5. Um, we were, we'll get into Black Widow later this week. This is a double feature Marvel Maniac extravaganza. Um, we have so much to process after this week's episode of Loki, though. So, we got to start talking about it. So the opening shot is this revolving uh, upside-down shot of the doorway of the uh, TVA going in um, to the elevator 
to the room of the timekeepers. I noticed we saw the bat last final battle should go down, um, where Sylvie cut off the head of the fake timekeeper, and we saw Loki got disintegrated, and all literal hell broke loose at the foothold um, of the timekeepers in a very duel of fate esque battle. It was insane. Um, so we literally see the head of the guy on the floor. Um, we, that f- cuts into a fade, like straight into the guy's face, and then we move into a city. And now we're flying into the city, and like it looks straight up like New York City. I almost want to say it's New York City, but it could be really any generic city. And it's this place is destroyed. It's it's desolate. It's it's defeated. It's there is no hope here, and there's nothing. It's obliterated. It's obliterated. This place is destroyed. It's demolished. It's, I mean, everything about this place screams hell. Um, there's a big giant cloud in the background, which we soon to learn is like alive. Um, Loki wakes up and he asks, what is this place? Where are we? Who are you? And uh, the older Loki says, this is the void that's lieth. Come on. Uh, like, let's go. And he moves us along. It's at the very beginning of this episode. Um, I'm like, okay, this is a little bit of a play like he's like where's lunch uh let's go and it's like okay and they move and it's like okay there's a big monster in the background this is kind of cool but also this is happening really fast um i wasn't even like upset though i was excited like this is of course we want things to move at a quick pace uh oh dude i get the chills i get the chills just no, thinking about this whole thing through um, the way these characters are introduced, set up and brought down in this whole episode um, this episode's a freaking movie, man and there's, I don't know if I would say reveals like, but there's a lot of moments um, between characters um, like Mobius and Loki and um, Sylvie and Loki, I mean which Loki, by the way, right there's so many Lokis Mobius had a, a line about Loki. There was a Loki line Mobius delivered, and I'll get to it, that had me rewinding laughing so hard. Extremely hard. Um, anyway, after the title sequence, Loki, our very varying... The music, by the way. The music in the show. I mean, how, how, many, how, how often can I express how good the music in the show is? I just love that title sequence. Um, it's so fast and uh gets you right into it so we get right back into it though with sylvie and ravana and sylvie is interrogating ravana and ravana um gives sylvie her temp pad right away when sylvie demands it and sylvie's trying to get right to it asking her who has been behind the tva this whole time and she's asking her how does it feel to be on the other side of it uh and and sylvie man she's ruthless um, but she kind of is justified here. I mean, we kind of seen what she's been through, right? Uh, like, I've been thinking about it all week. I don't know about any of you. I, I've just been speculating and, like, thinking, and I've been seeing uh, theories online. Um, I don't know if any of you have just a ton of YouTube video suggestions of Marvel-related theories, um, like new rock stars and Scream Rant and similar things um, where I'll just kind of have them running in the background or I'm, when I'm doing things in my house. So 
I don't want to discredit any theories or take credit for any said theories. Um, so I will say that this was floating around that um, I believe I heard one that Loki, uh, Sylvie was, Sylvie's Nexus event had to do with her just playing with the toys and wanting to be of the Valkyrie. The Valkyrie. I had to pause my recording to think of the name of it like for a second. Um, I, I literally didn't want to have to look it up because I knew what it was. Uh, the Valkyrie. She wanted to be a Valkyrie, it seemed. And maybe, just maybe, that she had the uh, ability to become Thor. Um, but, you know, I really kind of like where they went with it in this episode, even more so. She's more Loki than ever, and so is Loki. Holy cannoli, Mother Almighty, was the ending of this episode powerful. What about that ending? I mean, can we just talk about that for a second? That there's just that old, um, older Loki, his story um, kind of fulfills fans' theories about what, like, that happened. Loki, there's a version of Loki that didn't die in Infinity War, right? So a lot of people suspected, for those who are questioning, I mean, I'm jumping around the place here. It's just bound to happen, man. Okay. I'm just, this, is the, this is the last thing. I'm, I'm, I got I to... Gotta... Backtrack a little bit here. Okay, this is the last thing I'm gonna ju- I'm gonna jump to because um, I don't even know where I left off. Um, I, I first off, I'm gonna I'm gonna cu- I'm gonna finish the point. I was gonna say maybe um, Sylvie's moment uh, Nexus event was she could have been the Thor of her timeline. Um, that's why they showed up that moment. Um, and then this thing is old man old man Loki. Um, he literally. didn't die from Thanos in that exact moment it it was perceived the same way to us um, in Infinity War like the literal way we saw it he died he floated off into space with the debris Thor screamed Infinity War happened the way it happened Endgame happened the way it happened he grew old in space and became that Loki that's sick dude like you can imagine whatever Avengers like timeline that like Loki whatever Loki you want to imagine uh, you know what <laughs> that's not true we know for sure the uh, the Loki uh, from this Avengers ah never mind I'm going off the rail here this show gets you thinking a little bit I'm kind of like that gif of Charlie from Always Sunny in Philadelphia right now like he's got all those papers up on the wall it's like the time travel gets you just insane. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, you really get, you go through loops thinking about this stuff. Um, so, which is why I'm going to just start going through the episode beat by beat. And we can stick a little more to it. So Sylvie really is interrogating um, Ravana, asking her how it feels to be on the other side. And uh, she's saying, this is the place you brought me as a kid. So she says, maybe it would be a, a good place to take her life. And then she says, well, what if I told you Loki wasn't dead and she says, I think you'd be lying. And Ravana says, maybe we want the same thing. Sylvia asks why Ravana's telling her this. And Ravana says, because she wants to know who's lying to her and who is really behind the TVA as well. She tells Sylvie that when they prune uh, branch reality, it's impossible to destroy everything from it. Uh, so, basically, 
they move it to a place on the timeline where it won't continue growing, she says. Um, <clears throat> basically, the branch timeline isn't reset, it's transferred to avoid the end of the timeline, where every instance of existence collides at the same point and simply stops. The way she delivers this line, she's so, like... She's so, like... She's so convinced herself. Um, The timekeepers are transforming the end of time into a utopia. And uh, Sylvie says that's super believable. And... um, uh, Ravana says that nothing ever comes back from there, and she tells tell Sylvie to trust her. Uh, you have to, you have. I can help you, but you have to trust me. And Sylvie gives her this look, this weary look, um, and she gives her the temp pad, just the temp pad. And then we come back to the land of the void, and then we see a pirate ship, and then we see a spaceship, uh, like a classic-looking outer spaceship. And all of a sudden, the theories uh, thrown around the internet that this was like an alternate universe battle of New York lost, um, like Avengers, like lost the battle of New York, Stark Tower, like um, I don't know. That all of a sudden, this is just a, a void in the universe where things fall. Kind of, I don't know. Look, things are falling just out of the sky at all times. If you kind of look back at the shots in 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 this uh, frame by frame, things are falling out of the sky at all times, just dumping into this place. <laughs> it's insane. Dude. This episode is insane and filled with Easter eggs. Um, I've caught a couple. I've caught a few. There will be plenty more, I'm sure, throughout the. Uh, throughout the years and throughout the weeks to come. Um, so this episode's got a very Wizard of Oz feel to it. It's got a no place like home feel to it. Um, Loki being the Dorothy and the other three Lokis being the Lokis being the uh, Tin Man, uh, the Lion and the... Um, what, what's the other one? Whatever. Um, gosh, I should know this. Lion, the Tin Man, and what, what am I missing here? The hey, the 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 corn, the, the scarecrow. Okay, good gosh, I'm a Marvel fan. Uh, I should know my Wizard of Oz though. Okay, I'm not going to draw these parallels anymore. But this is a great, great story. And Loki just really wants to know what's going on here. He wants to take a breather. He's got a thousand questions. So do I. Um, everyone, the other Lokis just said, we got to keep moving. Um, <laughs> like, but dude, you're Lokis. We got to have a plan, right? Um, what's our plan? <laughs> uh, and like, they, they don't want to die. Don't die. That's our plan. Don't die. If you're Lokis, you should always have a plan, though. Um, I love this. I just love the interaction between the Lokis. I love the Lokis. Loki eventually gets all the other Lokis to stop, and he says it's been a very trying past few days. Um, he doesn't, or months, he doesn't even know how long it's been since New York, and uh, he's now he's here surrounded by variants of himself plus an alligator, which he didn't even find that strange at first. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. And now we're running from a God uh, knows what to God knows where. Uh, and I need to be find, uh, finding my way back to the TVA. And then all of a sudden, uh, Kid Loki pulls his sword out on uh, grown-up Loki. Current, I mean, our Loki. And he says, stop wailing. Or you'll signal Goliath. And 
Loki asks what that is, and they mean the big monster in the sky. It's got a name. It's got a name. It's alive. And we learn uh, the antagonist of the episode. I mean, we did kind of at the beginning. Um, so, yeah. And Eliath is the gatekeeper. It is the answer. And we will find out. I mean, they set up so much by having a... I mean, we want to know so bad what's up there. I want. I cannot imagine what is behind that gate. Um, it's a living tempest that consumes everything energy. They send an entire branch realities here, and they are devoured by it. We're in a shark tank, and Alliance, the sharks, is the older Loki. And then the, uh, they cut to the other allig- the alligator, and he just growls like he's just part of the discussion. Like they're cutting between all the all the Lokis, you know what I mean? Like every Loki has a say, right? Like the kid has a part in the, in the convo. The you know the the big bulk Hulk, the big not Hulk, the Thor Loki has a, has a has a part. Older Loki, and then the kid, and then like the alligators are like, <laughs> he's got to take <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, this is just just genius, dude. And, and and like like you know what the best part is the best part is the older Loki understands him, like like he growls and then he's like, "There's no such thing as an alligator tank." Besides, it's a better metaphor. He's overly sensitive, like the rest of us. <laughs> That's what's so funny about it. He's like, "That thing's a Loki too." Oh yes, dude. Okay, fine. I'm willing to accept that. Why are why are there so many of you? <laughs> because Loki survived. That's just what we do. <laughs> Oh my gosh, guys. I mean, I don't know how, like, the process is. It's just so funny and, like, so out of this world. Um, so how do we escape? We don't. Uh, all of us are just rested by the TVA and pruned just like you. And just like you, we all stood around making bad plans, and that went nowhere. Um, can we just talk about old man Loki? How amazing this man was, this actor. Richard E. Grant. He's in a lot of things. You probably have seen him in a million things. Phenomenal as old man Loki. Um, show stealer. Um, so Loki just suggests that we could use the tempad to get out, and um, they all laugh at him because he's like, "Oh, you mean like the one thing to get us uh, out of here?" Oh, they're all over the place, right, guys? And they all start laughing. And even the alligator cuts to the alligator. Like, he's laughing, too. He's like, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> It's like, probably my favorite, like, running gag of the episode. I don't know. Um, I think it's just too much. Fine. What about causing a Nexus event? The TVA doesn't care what happens here. Surely there's something to do. Survive. That's all there is. That's all there ever was. Um, we're done talking. Let's go. That's what Kid Loki says. Just do what you want. Um, and they start following him. And Loki just looks around, and he kind of takes the place in a little bit, and he starts following them. And they don't really listen. because He says, why do you wear the horns? You let a child command you? And the older Loki says, you do well to respect the boy. This is his kingdom. And uh, he says, what was your Nexus event, your majesty? And he says, I killed Thor. Damn. And you know what? All of the Lokis just follow him, like like even like Thor, like the Thor looking Loki, like like looks at Loki, just follows him. Dude, this kid is so cool, man. Kid Loki, every Loki here <laughs> is like showing Loki how cool Loki can be, and this makes our Loki. It gives him potential. 
um, as a hero. Not that Loki killed Thor, though. And then, like, they're going to their secret hideout, right? And we see, like, a Mjolnir in the ground. And then we see really quickly, like, a little Thor in a jar. <laughs> like, you gotta rewind it, guys. Like, this is insane. <laughs> There's a little, like, poor little Thor living in a purgatory in this little tiny jar. In this little, like, in the ground here. He's just in there forever. There's a label on the jar. It says T365. Um, there, There is a comic um, involving a frog. I looked up. Um, I couldn't find too much else. <clears throat> and I didn't have too much patience to read what that was about. Anyone else looking into that, uh, email marvelmaniacpod at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. Or if you find something else about this little Thor in the jar. What, what did you find? I'm sure the internet will explode about it by the time this has come out. So they get down to uh, the other Loki, like the other Lokis take Loki down to the lair, and they ask him. It's going to be hard. Like I just realized how hard it is ask, like telling you which Loki says what to Loki, our Loki. So old man Loki um, asks, "Why do you want to get back to the TVA so badly, um, and to fulfill your glorious purpose?" And he says something like that. And um, as he's looking at the throne of young Loki, and it's very, very kid-like. And I think he's just taking in how similar, like, all the Lokis are. Like, every Loki wanted a kingdom. Every Loki wants a throne. Um, Renslayer is asking Miss Minutes to uh, get these restricted files in front of Sylvie. And Sylvie's just... (laughs) Very suspiciously watching uh, uh, Ravana do this. Ravana Renslayer, by the way, uh, that's her f- full name. Um, I refer to her as that by her last name because I feel like she's going by the evil, the evil persona. Um, she fills Sylvie in on kind of what's going on with the void um, via Miss Minutes. Like Miss Minutes tells her about the void but then like they this minute's like pulls a con on uh sylvie with this like spacecraft designed to take them to the end of time and like this is where like this is where like this goes south between sylvie and ravana um miss minutes where are these files on the time craft she asks and she says still looking for them so like miss minutes is like just taking her time while the guards get here um miss minutes you're so sl- you're so smooth, aren't you? Um, but Sylvie's kind of got it figured out at this point. She's just getting what she can out of Ravana, and the guards bust into the room. Sylvie makes a break for it behind the judges' quarters, you know, uh, and she's hiding behind there. And Sylvie's asking, you know, we know we know where you hide. You're not going to run. Sooner or later, we're going to catch you. You, know, you. Basically, at the end of all the apocalypses. Um, she says, it must be so exhausting. I'll admit, you had me fooled there for a second. Sylvie is so badass, isn't she? She's crouched behind the judge's panel. Uh, did Judge Renslayer really feel behind, uh, feel betrayed by her beloved TVA? And Renslayer does look scared. Uh, why did you come back and talk? We could talk about it. Just tell everyone else to piss off. We could settle uh, this between us. And then Ravana says, works for me. And then she, like, cues both the guards to move. Uh, like, all the guards to move forward, you know ungracefully so she's a, she's just a backstabber this lady um 
you can live out your days in a good memory in a time loop if you come out and surrender now. And so she says, um, do you even have any good memories? Just one, really. That's what she says. And I wonder what that memory is. Is that Loki? Or is that the, her as a kid playing with the toys? Well, that's probably a bad one because it was ruined. And then she brings the stick out and stabs herself with it in front of all of the, all of the people. Um, Ravana looks a little uneasy. Um, and then, like, the guard says, she's self-pruned. <laughs> and she's like, that's good. Then she's dead, too. Um, but doesn't Ravana? Ravana, you know she has the temp pad, right? Um, so... Then we come back to Loki, uh, Loki's, and um, the older ones feeding the crocodile wine, and <laughs> the Thor Loki. Um, he's like, he says, after I vanquished Captain America and Iron Man, I claimed my prize, all six Infinity Stones. <laughs> and um, the the crocodile's like, Arr. and then uh, he says, that oh, that's alligator for growling for saying liar. I'll, uh, and then he says, at least my Nexus event wasn't eating a neighbor's cat. And then the alligator and the big Loki uh, go at it for a second. And then we get the kid Loki asks old Loki, you know, tell us about your Nexus event. What's happening? And he says, well, I've been wondering, too. Um, we're supposed to die, right? Um, Thanos kills us after Ragnarok. Thanos? Mm. My timeline... Everything proceeded correctly my entire life until Thanos attacked our ship. So you didn't try to stab him? Certainly not. Take no offense, my friends, but blades are worthless in the face of Loki sorcery. And then uh, the big guy says, but blades look cool. <laughs> and then uh, he says, especially when they clatter to the ground just before your neck is snapped. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. No pun intended. Um, older Loki is so cool. I cast a projection of myself so real, even the mad Titan believed it. I love this so much. Then he hit, then hid as inanimate debris. After I faked my death, I simply drifted in space, away from Thor, away from everything. Thought about the universe and my place in it, and it occurred to me that everywhere I went, only pain followed. So I removed myself from the equation. I landed on a remote planet and stayed there in isolation and solitude for a long, long time. It's sad to think that. And, you know, if you really think about this, like, what would have happened if they didn't have the Tesseract up with them? If Loki didn't take it from Ragnarok? Would Thanos have desolated them? Probably, yeah. But he blamed himself for it here this Loki he blamed himself for it I think like seriously it sounds like he did it's sad he takes a big drink from his uh, his glass it's so sad and he said how did the TVA find you he says he got lonely oh. and he says to tell, you, to tell you the truth I miss my brother and I wondered if he missed me if anyone else did but as soon as I took my first steps to getting off the planet the TVA arrived because we, my friends, have but one to, uh, play, one part to play, the God of Outcasts. Nothing more. That is just so sad. And uh, all the Lokis take a drink, and then he cheers as the God of Outcasts, and even the little Loki uh, drinking a juice box. Oh, 
And uh, our Loki puts a shrink down and he says, I'm going. And they ask, where? And he says, out of this place, out of the void, back to the TVA. He says we're as good at escaping as we are at surviving, and that gives us a decent chance. And older Loki says it doesn't matter, we'll be murdered. And he says that was my destiny to begin with. Um, why? Um, I'm not mad. I'm in the same. I'm the. I'm the same. Really, the same as you. Um, have we met a woman? Have you met any? Any of you met a woman variant of us? And he says uh, it sounds terrifying, but that's uh, what I like about her. She's different. She's not trying to take over the TVA. She's trying to take it down, and she needs me. Uh, and now you said Eliath is what keeps us here, and the kid shakes his head. You, you said it's a living thing. You said it's a, sh- a shark. Well, if it lives, it dies. And I'm gonna kill the shark. I'm gonna kill Eliath. And if I could use the help, all all the help I can get. And all the Lokis look and laugh at each other because, like, this is just the craziest thing they've ever heard of. Um, this thing is huge. This monster, you, you'll basically, it's like basically like the final boss in any Endgame movie. Um, it's just, a, this is a TV show episode. They're like, basically like, dude, this is a TV show episode. Like, you're not going to fight this thing in, in this episode. This is a Thor level boss. You know, you're Loki. We're Lokis, man. Loki goes to open up a hatch and leave. And then he's greeted by President Loki, the Loki of our cover title, which I predicted to be a much bigger part of the show by putting him on the cover. I was wrong, and that's okay. I don't mind it. I am happy with choosing him as our cover. It was a he was a good decoy, wasn't he? Uh, me not realizing ever that the, all the Lokis, all the people with him, were also Lokis. I thought they were just goons. Um, he says, "Hello, which one of us are you?" And our Loki says, "This is a nightmare." Um, then we get Sylvie waking up in the pit. I called it the pit, but it's the void. Sylvie wakes up in the void, but it's like, it looks like a pit that she wakes up in. Basically a pit in the void. Um, lightning is all splashing up all around her. Um, she's trying to get her bearings, and she kicks out a bus window. She's in a bus, very mossy covered uh, landscape she walks out I think there's like a version of the Golden Gate Bridge like in the distance behind her then the smoke lands on her and fills the bus um, she's basically completely connected with um, Eliath and then she see, makes a connection with her like I could, you see the connection she makes with it instantly she puts her green magic up in the air and then we see like a kingdom like it almost looks like she sees right through it I mean, I went back and looked. It's like a brick, stone brick wall. That's insane. Um, so she sprints away through it, and she sees like a little pizza car. Um, and she starts running towards the pizza car. And it's her only hope. And I don't know. I, for some reason, didn't know who it was going to be. I'm like, is there going to be another Loki? Like a fat Loki? A pizza delivery man Loki? <laughs> it's Mobius. Go figure, right? Um, how many, what happened to all the other variants that get shoved in here, though? Like, are there, is there any Iron Man variants in here? Or maybe no Iron Man variants exist. Only Iron Man, like, sticks to this timeline. Like, mostly, like, the good guys stick to the timeline. Um, I don't know. I don't know how that works. But, um, yeah. Sylvie and uh, Mobius are together and they're running past a version of Egyptian landmarks like huge landmarks um, so now there's a showdown um, about to go down between President Loki and 
are Lokis. It's like there's so much, so much Loki happening. And this Loki, by the way, I mean, come on, this guy's bad. This one's got got it going on. He's got the stance. He's got the confidence. Um, <laughs> he's got it all. But uh, what the heck, man? Loki with the hammer just betrays Kid Loki instantly. And then he says, dude, like there's a betrayal upon a betrayal. One Loki betrays another Loki. And he says, I gave you a location in exchange for food and supplies, and you give me your army, and I take the throne. And then he says, ah, but not so good on your bargain. How about that? My army, my throne. And then uh, how about this one? And then how about that? Like all the other guys, like, switch. And he's like, what? You beef-witted half-faced fools. Like, dude, like everyone turns on each other because they're all Lokis, man. You can't trust a Loki. And then, the, like, uh, the freaking alligator jumps on him, and everything, everything, all hell breaks loose. Also, he loses his hand. He loses his hand. Um, President Loki loses his hand. Everything goes crazy, guys. Um, like, insane. Loki's get thrown across the room. Um, Thor Loki starts smashing people with his hammer. Um, there's Loki, like, there's every kind of Loki you can imagine in here, except for that Hulk Loki. He, he didn't make it to the party. One Loki gets smashed into a popcorn machine. Thor Loki gets boomed, uh, booped around. Um, okay, so Old Man Loki conjures projections of all of them. Um, at least our Loki, Crocodile, our Alligator Loki, and Kid Loki fighting, and then he makes... Um, a portal for them to leave man he's got some superpowers here this loki's got we get one last shot of the crazy battle i mean there's so much happening in that battle um they're all screaming like some guys are screaming just glorious purpose and you know what i love it i love that they lean into it um and poor old man loki uh poor guy um, as he's coming out of his portal that he created, he says, Damn it, animals, animals. Uh, we lie and we cheat. We cut the throats of every person who trusts us. And for what? Power, glorious power, glorious purpose. Oh, my gosh. We cannot change. We're broken. Every version of us forever. It's just so sad. Um, and whenever one of us dares to try and fix themselves, they're sent to here to die. The kid says, that's why I need to get out of here. Uh, our Loki says, nothing can change until the TVA is stopped. And you trust her? She's the only one I do trust, he says. And right now, I believe she's our only chance of stopping the TVA. And the kid says, that's good enough for me. Okay, we'll help you. <laughs> I freaking love old Loki. Approaching Aliath uh, is a death sentence. Eliath is a death sentence. Um... He says, we'll get you to it, but that's as far as we'll go. Um, then we get a good shot of Eliath from the perspective of the rear view mirror of Sylvie and Mobius. He's telling her that he really believed that he was the good guys, and uh, she tells, like, a lying, annihilating orphan girls. Yeah, classic hero stuff. He says, well, I guess you think your ends justify your means. There's not much you won't do. Uh, by the way, you did some annihilating too. She says, I did what I had to. And he says, so did I. Uh, she says, you hunted me like a dog. Uh, he says, I'm sorry about that. You know, I like this this scene a lot. Uh, I, I proved myself, I thought I might be able to find Loki. Uh, the storm, that thing, it's likely already got him. You believe that, Mobius says? It doesn't matter. Um... The only thing that matters now is getting out of here, she says, then finding out who's behind all of this. 
And uh, Mobius asks her how to do that, and she says, we turn around. What? Go back to the angry cloud? <laughs> yeah, I think it might be the answer. Okay, we're going back to it. And then Mobius like hesitantly turns right back around his little pizza mobile. Mobius, I wish he, I bet he wants some pizza right now. Then we see more things fall through the sky. We cut back to uh, classic Loki. I have to say, it feels odd walking around a, a gargantuan creature. Uh, do you have a plan of action? Um, inside, find its heart or brain or whatever, and then you know, do it in, kid Loki. I mean, just because it's not complicated doesn't mean it's bad. Uh, it just doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> the, the, the alligator growls. See, he's on board. He's praying. He thinks we're going to die, said old man Loki. Oh, my gosh. And then we see another giant 173 USS Eldridge come out of a, a portal. So I looked up the USS Eldridge um, on Wikipedia. The USS Eldridge, a cannon-glass destroyer escort, was a ship of the United States Navy, um... Named for Lieutenant Commander John Eldridge, it was used in World War II. So there's this Philadelphia experiment hoax theory. Um, the Philadelphia experiment was a perpetrated naval military experiment, uh, someone around 1943, in which Eldridge was to be rendered invisible by a cloaking device to human observers for a brief period uh, due to lack of evidence, you know, blah, blah, blah. So there's, like, s stuff revolving around this. I don't know why the significance of this is, but basically these are old Navy sailors, um, and they witness them getting just obliterated by Eliath, the beast in the sky. It is not a pretty sight. Um, it is kind of, like, epic, but it's kind of sad, too. These poor men, like, they have no idea what's going on. These guys just get destroyed. And then they fire, like, actual missiles at it. It is kind of insanely awesome to see. Uh, but uh, how terrifying. That is tragic. Loki says maybe they should think a bit more about this. And then they notice on the horizon as a car is approaching them. Uh, the kid says maybe this usually means cannibalistic parasites. Um, they watch eerily as the car approaches. He notices it's Sylvie, and he runs towards them, and... Um, older Loki nudges the younger Loki along and they move towards Sylvie and Mobius gets out of the car the pizza moving wonderfully on top of the spring on top of the car um, they're very excited to see each other obviously we're I'm very excited that they're together um, it's, it's a wonderful embrace it hasn't even been that long uh, but it feels like a while <laughs> this has been a very long 25 minutes so the other Loki started to walk up and uh, he says, these are my friends. Um, well, how do I put this? Uh, us as a child, us in the future, and us as an alligator. <laughs> and Sylvie, like, looks at him funny, and he says, <laughs> Moby says, you throw... <laughs> Dude, I can't even just say... I can't say this right, because it made me laugh so hard, and I'm not going to be able to deliver it the way it made me laugh. Uh, Sylvie looks at him so funny. Um, it's best not the question. It says, he says, you throw a rock around here, you hit a Loki. Like, I can't tell you how much that made me laugh, the way it was delivered, and just the way this whole scene played out. Dude, um, Mobius, uh, Owen Wilson, you, you amazing human being. You made me laugh so hard. Um, so, uh, Loki tells Sylvie his plan to kill Eliath, 
Sylvie um, kind of reacts to that funny, and she tells Loki opposite that she plans to enchant Eliath. Uh, meanwhile, Ravana gives B-15 a visit. Uh, B-15 is <clears throat> really angry, but also confident when talking to Ravana uh, because Ravana tries to kind of intimidate B-15. Um, <clears throat> and B-15's just like, why am I here? And she says, you're disloyal to the D- TVA. And she's like, disloyal? Um, she says, did you, did you escape punishment? Dis- disloyal to who? You were in the timekeeper's chambers. They weren't real. And, and she says, why does that change anything? It changes everything. Um, and basically, like, B-15, like, it was like, you want to know what, what, what this is all about, too. And you're not fooling anyone here. And she stares her down and gives her the long eyes. Um, I really like it. And then from then on, we get Ravana asking Miss Minutes to go do some digging, some real digging. She wants to know what's going on. Um, and she says, Sylvie is going to go find out what's there. And she's going to find it. Um, why? Because she needs it. And Ravana only wants it. Uh, I love that so much. Uh, B-15. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I love it. So, we're back uh, into the void. This void, uh, man, talk about this multi-planet travel in each of these episodes, man. It's insane. Uh, And Alligator Loki. Mobius says, uh, who's to say the alligator's even a a variant? But that makes him even more of a Loki. Um, Which is the long game, which I respect. Um, that's just hilarious. Um, assuming you get back to the TVA, uh, what exactly are you getting yourself into? They're asking Mobius. And, um, he's saying, I don't know. Like, he doesn't know. Uh, I like to, I like to let people know the truth, which is good. Um, so just like that, you're tuning in to everything you devoted your life to. Well, it's never too late to change, Mobius says. This is awesome. I like seeing, I like Mobius and old Loki talking. I hope they know what they're doing. Uh, and then the crocodile does. I keep calling out crocodile. I'm sorry. Mobius isn't bad. Um, Sylvie tells Loki, or so good. I think that's why we get along. Uh, <laughs> Loki tells her, and she says he cares about you. And he looks at her, uh, and like he gives her a look. You know, and I think like a lot. I saw online like there's some people shipping Mobius and Loki. I hope they're not like too upset. That I think they're kind of putting Mobius I think they're putting Sylvie and Loki together here I hope they're not too upset about that um they there was a lot of Mobius and Loki shippers um because of the had the you know them finding out that he was he went both ways you know you know it was very possible um it's interesting that they went this route uh Loki conjures himself a uh, blanket and um, he didn't do it for her just at the beginning, and he says, like he, she, she tells him, like she's not comfortable. She's never done this. She never really had friends. I don't have anyone. She says, and he says, well, there's more important things to do, like saving the universe, right now. And I'm like, oh yeah, Loki's on a mission to save the universe. That's kind of freaking awesome. And uh, she agrees. But then he makes the blanket long enough to wrap around both of them, and that is sweet. And uh, she looks really happy. And really content and loved. Which, don't you think a person who's never gotten that in their whole life kind of just deserves no matter who it's from? Sylvie asks, how do I know that in the final moments you won't betray me? And he says, listen, I've betrayed 
pretty much everyone I've ever known. Um, my father, my mother, my brother. Um, and that's not who I am anymore. Isn't that great? Like he, he, he looks her in the eye and he tells her that. And he says, he won't, I won't let you down. And she says, are you sure? And she says, because if we make it and the TVA is gone, there might be a timeline for you to rule. And he says, then I'd finally be happy. <laughs> Damn. Um, so he still wants to rule. I mean, that's funny. Uh, what about you? And she looks a little unsure. What are you doing this all over? She looks unsure. Like, almost in that moment, she needs his assurance on, like, hearing that. Like, what, what, what do you think? Uh, I don't know either. And he says, well, maybe we could figure that out together. And she says, maybe. And that's enough. We get these little creatures, these interesting, cute little creatures um, for a second. <laughs> we just a cut of them. Um, Sylvie and the Loki stand upon a hill and Mobius uh, looking at Eliath and Sylvie lays out the plan. She says, um, well, Mobius asks, what's the next move? And she says, the TVA needs to be brought down. We don't know who created it or where they are, but uh, that thing does. <laughs> uh, when it hit me earlier, I linked to it. It was brief, but I caught a glimpse of something. And I think I can get, if I can get close enough to it, I can enchant it. And it's going to take me to whoever's behind all of this. Which we do see a glimpse of at the end of the episode. We, they, they go towards something. Um, she gives Loki the temp pad at that moment as an option to leave. And he, just, he says he's, he's going to stay. I mean, that was kind of the plan, right? I mean, it wouldn't be really cool if they just, like, decided they're going to share a universe together and then he was going to, like, just not stay with her. Loki, I don't know if this is going to work. Uh, and then she, said, she says, you you go, I go. And, um, like, I just, I don't know, but I do like the unity. I love the unity. He gives the temp pad to Mobius, and uh, it's happening, you guys. The branch will be right out here, uh, the younger Loki says. I'll give you regards. I'll give uh, Ravana your regards, Renslayer. Um... <laughs> to uh, Sylvie, Mobius says. And uh, I like that. I like that. Like, Mobius and Rensselaer are going to have a showdown next week. And uh, he asks the other Lokis if they want to take it out of here. And uh, they say no. And um, older Loki says, This is our home. We survived here this long. We know what we're doing. And at that moment, young Loki takes a sword out for our older Loki. says, You're going to need this on your journey. So how powerful is that? So noble, so cool. The way Sylvie is looking at, at, at this happen, she's so proud. I just love this. I love this so fucking much. And Loki conjures himself just a sheath for his sword on his back. I like the way Loki just keeps his, so, his, his outfit. I hope that uh, you find what you're looking for, older Loki tells him. And he walks away so nobly, man. Oh, fucking love him so much um, Mobius what about this looks like you got away in the end he tells Loki I always do I got the chills I got the chills I'm rewatching this as I'm telling you what will you do at the TBA um, burn it to the ground Mobius says that's what I want to hear thanks for the spark we'll see you later Loki and he starts to walk away he offers him a handshake by the way and Loki just looks at it, and, and he goes in for the hug. 
I mean, come on. Come on. That's a that's a friendship. Thank you, my friend. And then he whispers to uh, Sylvie, you're my favorite. I mean, how much, how, how, what a, what a bromance. That chills, chills. I love this show so much. And then it's hard to move on from that moment because, uh, like, the, the relationship between um, Mobius and fucking Loki, they did such a good job there. Um, Owen Wilson did such a great job as Mobius. Um, one of my favorite actors as a kid watching uh, <laughs> Starsky and Hutch and um, I can't think of other movies right now because I mean I'm just eating him up in this uh, but I mean I, I, I've always liked Owen Wilson and uh, I'll just say one underrated movie You, Me, and Dupree <laughs> um, dude that is a powerful moment uh, I really like that I really like that um, so when the branch appears, Eliath will focus on it. She tells Loki, and that's when I'll chant it. They're walking in this huge field towards this thing, huge field, um, and this this smoke monster's billowing towards them instantly, and they're just walking towards it. Um, Loki just keeps his outfit, by the way. He can conjure a new one, but he likes his suit and tie. And older Loki and younger Loki like are walking on a cliff above, um, and seeing like the the clouds come up. And I don't know. Like, I don't know when older Loki decides to Gandalf this shit and come back and save the day. But at one point, he just turns around and it just saves every, everything uh, in, within minutes. So Loki and Sylvie stand up to this monster. And Loki backs away, kind of. Like, he just walks around to Sylvie's other side and stands firmly with her, but slightly behind her, but, like, he stands bold with her. He says, what if we don't uh, have time to get a branch? She says, we'll have to cause a distraction. And this is when he realizes, like, what he must actually do. Like, this is the time. Like, they need a distraction right now. We need one at this second. And uh, he nods at her, and she looks at him, and he just starts gunning it left left sprint left hand sprint and uh, the monster kind of looks and he's just going 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 left hand sprint left hand, left hand sprint and he pulls out his sword lights it on fire he aims it at it he says come and get me I thought it'd be green flames but you know what regular flames are cool too he's, he's got a flame sword dude good enough for me alright meanwhile Sylvie is conjuring her green magic and she's doing her best to get the enchantment going she's doing everything she can and uh, Loki diminishes his flame sword and starts running towards her because he sees that the beast is billowing towards her instead of him. And what what can there be done to stop this? Well, nothing but the city of Asgard itself conjured by old man Loki. Why am I calling him old man? He's the most strongest Loki there ever was. You've never seen anything conjured like this before. Um, this is the most epic, historic, coolest Loki thing I've ever seen. You will ever see. Um, I'm chilling. And she's saying, how is he doing that? And then he says, I think we're stronger than we realize, Loki says. Oh my gosh. Look, dude. And like, and, and, and he pulls up all of Asgard. Loki, old man Loki, says, go! Dude, we see Asgard, we see people on the bridges. 
we we see it, man. Asgard is real. It's thriving, man. I mean, this is huge. Um, all of these are potentials. If Loki makes it out of this series, to go back to our main MCU, MCU timeline, he's going to be jacked. He's gaining these powers. He's coming back with these powers. Um, look at so Eliath uh, starts devouring Ragnarok style um, the city of Asgard, the fake city of Asgard, which our lo- um, old man, our old man Loki, our man, our dude, he starts just pushing his power through it and keeping the city up as long as he can, um, while Sylvie and Loki um, could grab a few strands of him to enchant him. Be it, um, She's, he says, I can't enchant. And she says, yes, you can, because we're both the same. Old Man Loki can't keep Asgard up very long. And uh, once it's completely devoured, he's get, he gets weak and he, he holds it as long as he can. And once the creature starts, Elias starts to come towards him, he starts to laugh madly and he screams glorious purpose. And the creature takes everything but his helmet. And wow. What what a performance, man! Amazing. Um, as Eliath is approaching Loki and Sylvie, they're enchanting it, um, and just in time, just as it's getting to them, green flows through the air. Loki closes his eyes. Uh, Sylvie opens hers. Hers are wide open. She tells him to open his. Um, green just covering their entire faces. And before them, lying before them, opens up billowing smoke um, beyond the smoke. We see a giant castle. And it seems semi-futuristic. We really don't get to see a whole lot of it. Um, it's very le- it's left up to our mystery, as in that episode's title, Journey into the Mystery. We don't know what the heck we're getting into next week for the finale. It's uh, it's left to our curiosity. And I I don't want any spoilers. I And if I see any spoilers online, I will lose my mind. Because I almost want to say it's my favorite of every single Marvel episode to date. But I don't want to prematurely say that. Because I, I, I really enjoyed WandaVision. And... Man, but this one is surely in the running. It surely is in the running for best Marvel episode um, yet for Marvel Maniac. I really had a great time, and I hope you did too. Thank you so much for being here. Um, we are on social medias. Let us know what you thought about the episode at Marvel Maniac Pod on Twitter. MarvelManiacPod at gmail.com. If you'd like to donate to the show, the best place to do that right now would be Mr. Honest Podcast at gmail.com at PayPal. Everything goes right back into the show. All donations are never expected, but completely appreciated. We always love having you here at Marvel Maniac. Now remember, Black Widow comes out this Friday, July 9th, 2021. I'm going to be catching it on July 8th, and I'll be putting my episode up ASAP. I want my episode to be good, so it may come out on July 9th, uh, or as soon as possible uh, after release. Um, I'm going to try and get my review to be as 
good as possible. So I wanted to be happy with it. And I hope you enjoy Black Widow, and I hope you have a wonderful week. This is a great week and a great time to be a Marvel fan and a Marvel maniac. If you if you enjoy the show, please rate it, review it. It would go a long way. That's the best thing you could do for it. And share it with another Marvel fan. I'll see you in a couple days for Black Widow, and then next week for the season. Our series, we'll see where things go. Maybe season, maybe series finale. Who knows? Um, who knows where? The, maybe we'll get a Loki movie at some point. God knows. Maybe he'll be in Thor, God of Thunder. We will see. Um, anyways, we're going to be here at Marvel Maniac. Um, Avengers Disassemble.